Welcome to the Shunwu Shibesong Podcast, a series of inspiring sermons by Pastor Shunwu Shibesong, lead pastor of the Grace Mid Christian Center. We do hope you'll be refreshed by today's message. Happy listening. Amen. Help me celebrate my brother and friend. Please help me celebrate him this morning. Amen. He's my friend, but he's my big egg. Amen. Because this December 3rd, am I correct? December 2nd, it'll be 50. Yeah. So he's not a young man. Amen. But it's my brother and friend. Please help me celebrate MOB this morning. Amen. Praise God. We're turning up massively for your 50th birthday. Sir, I love you so much. Thank you. And please help me celebrate my mom, Dickiness Oluremi, Ayodele Oshigbeson. Amen. Praise God. And my elder brother, Mr. Ibidakpo Oshigbeson. Please help me celebrate him. He's okay around. No. Amen. Thank you, sir, for coming. I appreciate you, sir. Praise God. All right. So we had to be with a friend this morning to celebrate his birthday. Also was March 14. My very dear friend, Pastor Victor Adigwe. So we had, I had to preach for him and pray for um, his family this morning. So that was why we couldn't make it early to church. But we are here now. Amen. Praise God. So I like to really, really appreciate MOB. Um, MOB has been a major part of my life. For those who may not know, is one of the directors of Grace Made Christian Center. Please let's give God a big hand. Amen. I thank you for everything that's been to me. It's just been a very dear friend from when I was, you know, 20, in my mid 20s. He's been there. I've known him 25, 26. You know, and he's been there speaking into my life and all that. You know, I, I don't want to say a lot this morning, but he's been a, a brother. He's been, I remember, I would say this, it, you know, I remember, you know, I mean, there was nothing. You understand? And then it was the first person that gave me a seed, you know, that made me feel like, you know, I remember that seed. I used that seed to pay my house rent then. Because I'd gotten married in my father's house. We didn't have the house of our own. So we got married in my father's house. And I was living there. And then we were trusting God that we are going to be there for just a year. And then move out and get a place. And there was no money. So we started trusting God, releasing our faith for the house. And all that we had prayed, my wife and I, we held hands, agreed, trusted God, and all that. And I got to church that faithful day. And I was just there. And he just called, oh, Pastor Shell, you know, you're a great man. I just, I'm just... You know, let to give you a seed, and it was a seed of three hundred thousand naira, eleven years ago. So, he holds a very special place in my heart. When we started church, he was one of those people that you know he's always been there for us. You know, no rent for church. You know, I call him, oh sir. You know, say, oh okay. You know, I'll see what I can do. Always been a part of the journey. He will speak into my life. And say that, Pastor Shio, you are a great man. Even till now, he still does. We still spoke early this morning, around to six. You know, he keeps saying that you are a great man. I see you doing great things. You are an inspiration. I, I'm grateful, you know, for what God has done in your life. And we are so glad to have him this beautiful Sunday morning. Amen. Please help me celebrate MOB. I'm going to run through his profile and then he will come up to preach to us this morning. Can we welcome our online viewers this morning? Amen. If you're joining us online, you're welcome. Mobolaji Oluwafemi Bamindele, also known as MOB. 
a true inspiration in the midstream and downstream sector of the petroleum industry. With over 22 years of professional experience spanning the energy and the telecommunications industries, MOB has proven himself as a skilled leader and expert in his field. MOB's passion for leadership, growth, development, and building high-performance teams is truly infectious. He has dedicated himself to empowering others through his work as a personal development coach, marriage mentor, speaker, trainer. is a Maxwell Leadership Certified Member and the Institute for Marriage and Family Affairs in the United States of America. What sets MOB apart is his unique approach to unlocking potential through his innovative process called Mind Flossing. MOB helps individuals declutter their minds and unleash their full potential. MOB's mission goes beyond just his professional work. He is also a dedicated member of several non-profit organizations and is a is the convener of Lead and Succeed, a mentorship platform that aims to help individuals discover their inner treasures and succeed in all aspects of their lives. In summary, MOB is not just a professional in his field, but a true inspiration. He has made it his life's work to empower and uplift others, and his impact is truly immeasurable. Grace Mid Christian Center, let's give a big, big God bless you to MOB this morning as he comes to be a blessing to us. Let's read better. Good morning, church. Hallelujah, has leg. Good morning, church. Praise the Lord. Before we sit down, I want you to hear me celebrate your pastor once again. Okay, okay, no, let's do it this way. If that one is for me, it's okay. But for Pastor Sheung, it's not enough. Let me tell you, let me tell you why you're doing that. Every organization takes the character of the leader. So if you've seen any great thing in Pastor Sheung's life, that's, you are qualified for it. So you need to place a demand on it this morning. But we need to do that by celebrating him. My message has started already. Let me say something to you. Anytime I look at my boss, or anytime I go for the John Maxwell meeting in the US, and I look at John Maxwell, and I say, because you mentor me, he's a picture of the future. And I want us to celebrate. You know, they don't say behind. They're not behind again, no. They are beside now. They are beside. Uh, you know that scripture that says you heard a voice behind you saying, go this way. Someone gave me a revelation of that scripture lately and said that scripture is for correction. That when you want to correct someone, that's when you go behind them. But when the voice is in front of you or beside you, so let's celebrate the woman. Uh -uh. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and finally, can we celebrate mommy? 
And, um, and in the UK, in the UK, today is the Mother's Day. So I want you to walk to every woman around you and show them that we are the Nigerian men are the best. Can we prove to them that Nigerian men are the best? If you are beside your wife, I won't expect you to just shake your wife. I want all the men, you are not permitted to stay in one place as a man. Go and celebrate all the women in the house today. the name of Jesus coming here this morning my second son said to me please sit down my second son said to me that dad you should turn to Harvin instead of greeting your wife happy mother's day that you should say to Harvin my first son happy mother's day I said why he said because Harvin made her a mom it was because Harvin came that she became a mother trust me just give me an intro I said no it was because she's a mother that forced Arvin to come. Yeah. It's not the other way around. So I want to link it to what we're talking about this morning, success. Why do you want to succeed? Why do you want to be successful? What is your definition for success? To someone else, it's having a good car that has been successful. To some pastors, is having a congregation of 10,000. That makes them successful. For someone, is having a house, maybe in Banana Highland, that makes him successful. But so, for me this morning, success is a relative term. So my question to you, the first thing I wanted to put in your notes this morning, sorry, pardon my manners, can we celebrate all the directors in the house, please? No, that's not the way to do it. These are the people that lift Pastor Shemu's hands. Can we celebrate them? You know, my, you know my prayer for you? My prayer to you says, God will not forget your labor of love. In the name of Jesus. There's a particular book I read years ago. It's called um, In Search of Timothy. How it is and what it feels like to assist your pastor. To lift up their hands it's not every of his decisions that you like I'm being truthful to, with you now but you still honor him we call we come we see that in my notes so God will honor you in the name of Jesus you will not miss your time of visitation you know when my my, my brother was leading the prayer I said you'll be resourced when you are resourced the right people will come into your life I don't know. I don't know. Pastor Joe, I don't know why. Can we stand up? Let's pray for three minutes. Oh, Father, we thank you. Lema kaleba shantoraha. Maleba shantoraha kaleba sontoraha. Lema kalaba shintaraha. You know, the door to the next level is a room that has a door and the knob is inside. You can't open the door from outside. Someone inside will have to open the door for you. And the person that will open the door for you, some of you, when you meet, the person will know you, but you will not know the person. But he will open the door for you. I just feel like helping you. I just feel like doing it for you. I remember the way I met Tony. I came to the church. I was going out, and I saw him. 
and I stood. We shook hands, and Tony became my friend. He's one of the few people that checks on me from time to time. So I'm praying this morning that you'll be resourced this season. That man that will unlock you to the next phase of your life. The door will be opened to you this season in the name of Jesus. You don't understand the import of the prayer I'm praying for you this morning. My best friend lives in England. And he said to me that he just met someone. And he, he qualified the person and said, this person is very stingy. And the person asked him, what are you still doing in Nigeria? He said, I don't have the resources to fund the trip. And the man said, okay, I'll borrow you 13 million. Return it anytime. He told the man, 13 million is not enough. 13 million cannot take me anywhere. And the man looked at him. He said, okay, see me in the office on Monday. And guess what? I'm telling you a life story. This happened to my friend. He lives in England now. And on Monday, when he went to the man's office, the man gave him $50,000. Return it anytime. And today, the whole family, they live in England. The next person, your testimony will cause people to say, wow. In the name of Jesus. But let's build on some principles this morning. Praise the Lord. Sit down. Let's be seated. I just needed to pray that for someone. God bless you, sir. And my first scripture this morning, the title of my message, I have three titles. I don't even know how to title it. I said, God engineered you for success. That was, then at the point, I changed it to taking responsibility for your success. Do I need to take responsibility for my success? Absolutely. What are the things I need to do? So our first scripture is from the book of Proverbs, chapter 8, verse 14. The Bible says, common sense and success belong to me. That's the Lord speaking. Insight and strength are mine. I was sharing with um, one of the directors earlier in the day that when you want to become a medical doctor, what do you do? You go to the medical college. You're trained to become a doctor. When you want to become a successful engineer, you go to engineering school. You're trained to become an engineer. So where do you go to be trained to be successful? Where do we go to be trained to be successful? But we heard the man saying here, it's a common sense and success belong to me. So if we know the rightful owner of this thing, he said, sir, the son of the United States ambassador to Nigeria, does he need visa to enter the U.S. again? But our father is saying success and common sense belong to me. Each time I talk, I tell them that this thing we call common sense is not common. Because if it is common, some people will know what to do per time. Well, a lot of people don't know what to do per time. So if he says, counsel and sound judgment are mine, I have understanding and power. But my, I'm, using, I'm reading NLT. Then the second scripture, in that same scripture in TPT, he said, you will find true success when you find me. You will find true success when you find me. Look at the way he qualified it, true success. That means, is there any success that is not true? I'm asking us. For I have insight into wise plans that are designed just for you. I want you to catch that part from that scripture. He said, I have insight into wise plans that are designed just for you. Some insights are designed just for you. I was talking to one of my friends, and he said, a lot of people said that country is tough, things are rough. 
But the guy said to me, he said, hey, MOB, 2023, a year like never before. That the first 10 days of 2023, I eat my seven figures. I said, wow. You know what that means? It's done above 10 million. It's done. I said, wow, that's a great one. He said, inside just for you, I hold in my hands, living understanding, courage, and strength. Then the second scripture, Psalm 71, 6 to 7, I'm going to read from TPT again. He said, it was you who supported me from the day I was born. Loving me, helping me through life's journey. You've made me into a miracle. I want you to turn to someone. You've made me into a miracle. You're not sure what you're saying. You say, you've made me into a miracle. No wonder I trust you and praise you forever. Many marvel at my success, but I know it's all because of you, my mighty protector. He said, many marvel at my success. You know, I remembered one of the one of my senior managers came to my house in Ibadan one time. And he said to me, he said, MOB, you've stolen government money. He said, How can you build a house like this? And guess what I said to him? My father owns everything. It's because some people are small-minded, and that's why they are looking at it as a big deal. Most of those things you've seen as a big deal. At the end of my message today, you, when people say to you, that thing is too good to be true. Nothing is good to be true for you. He owns it all. Praise the name of Jesus. That's the second scripture I'm reading to us. And he said, finally, I want us to go through the scriptures before we go into the stories. There's another scripture I would like to share with us. In Psalm 32, verse 8 to 9, still in Tipiti, he said, PF said, MOB, you love trans- I mean, the Passion Translation a lot. I said, yeah. He said, I heard the Lord saying, I will stay close to you. Because after this message, someone will be pushed out of his comfort zone. So even if you don't want to, you'll be pushed out by fire, by force. He said, instructing and guiding you along the pathway for your life. I will advise you along the way and lead you forth with my eyes as your guide. And so don't make it difficult. Don't be stubborn. When I take you where you've not been before, just come with me. So someone is going to go to the next phase after this message in the name of Jesus. Then finally, Jeremiah 29, 11. I'm going to take that one from CV. It said, I will bless you with a future filled with hope and a future of success, not of suffering. So, if you've seen all those promises from the scriptures from the word and he says heaven and heart will pass away not a single dot of his word will go unfulfilled then why am I going through what I'm going through currently why am I not having enough in those areas of my life why are things not aligning the way they should align for me those are the questions I want us to look at this morning praise the name of Jesus he said, common sense and success belong to me. Now, I, I get messages like this. You've not spoken to me in like six months. We don't have a relationship. I don't know you. Or let's say maybe one of those people that I see around. But we don't have a relationship. I get messages like, my name is Kola. I'm, I'm a member of this church too. I know you go to that same church. I have this problem. And this, 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 that, 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 that. Everything is 76,000. And they just put the account details and they send to me. 
Oh, you, you get such messages. And my question is, I don't have a relationship with you. I don't even know you. I can't even put a face to the name. But there are people that they don't even need to ask. Just looking at them. Color, what's up? How far? What happened? Moby, this, this, this. Okay, let's see at home. At home, color, what happened? Tell me more. Okay, these are the things I can do for you. Or I can tell you to see so-so person. I can open this link for you. Do you know why I'm doing that for color? Because we have a relationship. So if you say common sense and success belongs to me, a lot of people are not assessing those insights because they don't have a relationship with him. It's going to be, I don't, don't mind me, I don't preach like Pastor Sheo. But these are deep things I want you to pick this morning. Because I don't have a relationship with him. I was talking to a friend and I needed to pull some phones. And I said, guy, can you send me so-so amount? And he said, okay, Moby, send me your account details. And there was a guy beside me. The guy screamed. He said, Jesus, when am I going to have a friend like this? I said, no, when will you become one? He said, Moby, the guy did not even ask you what you want to do with him. And I said, that's none of his business. It's time to leave the shallow waters. I'm going to get a lot of us angry this morning that I need to push you out of the shallow waters. Show me your phone. Just show me your phone. No, raise it up. Don't worry, I'm not looking at the phone. I just want to tell you something on the phone. No, show me. I want to see it. You know one of the things I tell people? That when the chips are down, if you don't have 10 numbers on those phones that can fix you, then you've not started. Praise the name of Jesus. It's a common sense and success belong to me. So why am I not assessing it? Why am I not partaking from it? I told all the, all the ladies in my team, I said, if that guy takes you out and he's struggling to pay the bill, that is a, that is a red warning. Big one. She said big one. Yes, and I'll tell you my own story. I'm sure in Grace Made, you know my story very well. I don't even need to tell you again. At a point, I had serious complex problem. I got married to a woman that was earning time stand on my salary. I didn't even know where to start from. But I had a vision. I knew I was going somewhere. Praise the name of Jesus. So because of time, you know, each time I come to your church, I tell stories and... Because of time, let's rush into my... So, and I put in mind, I said, success is often measured by external accomplishments. Some people will tell you, that guy drives a great car. That guy drives so-so car. That guy lives in this place. I said, is that... Was that what made him successful? No. In, in my note, I said, it is my you that becomes my due. My struggle is, I want to be it first. And in being it, we'll be looking at a, a very good case study today, Nehemiah, from the Bible. What were the things that stood Nehemiah out? What were the things that qualified Nehemiah to be termed a successful man? And I called out in my notes, I said, um, Nehemiah's success principles. That's what I want you to put in your note. Nehemiah's success principles. Nehemiah and his team succeeded in building back the walls within 52 weeks. A wall that had laid the ruins for how many years? For years. And they pulled it back in 52 weeks. I have a particular book. 
they use the book of Nehemiah to explain project management. I'm going to forward it to position because that's your industry. They use the book of Nehemiah to explain project management. How can you pull a wall that, that lay in rooms for years in 52 weeks? We'll run through that quickly. The first one, Nehemiah had a strong desire. He had a strong desire to do it. When they brought the news, when that guy showed up, Nehemiah was already comfortable. I mean, he was already in the palace. He had no, I mean, you could say, ah, God will help them. Or let's organize a prayer session for them. Let's have a night, a night vigil for them. But he said, the Bible said he was troubled. So he had a desire to do something about it. How strong is your desire to be successful? Why do you want to be successful? Right from school, I have a friend, uh, uh, yeah, he's still my very good friend. He said, Demobi, you talk like a madman. We're talking one day, and he said, I said, I see a day that I will power a whole street. I'll be the one to give them electricity. That has not happened, so I can't go before my time. Praise the name of Jesus. When you, when you are in your moments, what kind of visions do you see? I don't have time to go into the power of the subconscious mind and the conscious mind. In your conscious mind, you tell yourself, I'm this. You do things consciously. That's why some people will tell you, I'm consciously doing that thing. When you started driving, initially, those learning curves, you couldn't wave at someone because you were driving, you're using your two hands on the, on the wheels. But now, you can use one hand, say pastor and say hello to pastor and because subconsciously, you are doing that. So I tell people, a lot of people want to succeed, but internally, they are not programmed for success. By default, by default, you are meant to live like a normal people. And normal people, they don't really have much in stock. And that's why I tell people, a lot of people talk about vision boards. I say, yes, I believe in vision boards. I've done that before, and I still do it from time to time. So the question that's leading to all that is, how strong is your desire to be successful? If I check your notes, what have you put together for the year 2023? And not just 2023, what have you put together for the next five years? What have you put together for the next 10 years? Praise the name of Jesus. Nehemiah started off with a strong resolute, which was the insatiable desire towards the project he was about to embark on. Then the second D, the first one is desire, discipline. A lot of people want to be successful, but when I look at their, how many of us know that anytime you want to go to the embassy and they, you are told to print your statement, I don't know whether it happens to you too. When you see the amount, the final figure, you're like, what? This amount of money I've gone through my hands. Do you know why it was a big shock to you? Because you weren't keeping tab. You weren't monitoring. And someone would say, have you noticed that most successful people, they look stingy at times? I went, so I went to see one of my brother-in-law. And I said to him, I needed to pull some funds for a project. And guess what he told me? He said, there will be... You can't, I can't, you can't fit into my program for this month. And thinking that automatically you can carry me into next month, he said, no, I need to look at my scale of preference. I need to look at my shadow. Praise the name of Jesus. The second was the proactive spirit. It took no further odd at doing, jumping right into the action and taking his chances as soon as they popped. 
One thing that thrilled me about what Nehemiah did was when he stood before the king and his countenance dropped and the king knew that something was wrong with him. If he had been going to the king in a moody state, the way some of us go to see our bosses, what do you think would have happened? The king would just tell the queen, Bushman Junior, don't worry, just go ahead, go on. But the Bible said his countenance dropped and the king noticed immediately. In climbing to the next level, when those influencers come around you, Pastor Sean, discipline, I gave someone a job, I intentionally brought the job. I'm going to talk about that in, in a little moment. I gave someone a job, a Christian. It was to deliver the job last week in December. I was traveling and I said, I needed to travel with some of your work. And I even explained to him that if you do a good job, this will open the other market over there for you. I was traveling last week in December. This guy did not deliver. He was telling me three days before that I shouldn't worry, he would deliver. He did not deliver. I came back into the country January, second week, so I mean second week, third week, then the fourth week, I now put a call through to him. And the guy is born again. Spirit-filled, demon-chasing, heaven-bound. He speaks in tongues like all of us. He comes for prayer meetings. But is he engineered for success? Pastor Shung, there's a card behind you. Open the card. It's beside you on the... And that was what the guy did. When they brought the job, I was afraid. The job was far from excellence. And I called him. I said, guy, no matter the prayer, no matter the anointing oil, no matter the declaration on you, you won't go too far. Praise the name of Jesus. They said the third one, diligence. Nehemiah in dispensing action knew the importance of diligence. He was going to spring forth into action, but not blindly. It was strategic. After looking at yourself, someone called me recently. He said, MOB, Nigeria Tisumi, help me. Can you help me relocate? I don't know what to do. Then I asked him a question. Tell me about your skill set. And that was the end of our discussion. The guy ran away. And I said, what can you do? I was sharing with DM this morning. We're talking about some things. If you do this, if you do this, if you do this, how strategic are you? There's a place in the Bible where Nehemiah went to see the key influencers. He went to discuss with them before even selling the idea to them. Someone was telling me about what he could do with his business, how he could get my buy-in, and I said, all these things, beautiful, do you have them written somewhere? I mean, if I don't have enough time to talk to you, can you send me that file? Can you send me that PDF that in three minutes I'm looking at it? And I'm saying, okay, this is, you know, it's so funny that some people, they have the money, they don't have the idea. And some people have the idea, they don't have the money. What do you think should happen? What do you think should happen? There should be a marriage here. Dedication and determination, but that's not where I want to stop. The main thing I want to quickly talk about is this morning is, how do you take 100% responsibility for your success? What are the things I need to know? What are the things I need to do? 
How often do you appraise your life? Praise the name of Jesus. There's a scripture I want, to, I want us to see. How often, ask your neighbor, how often do you appraise your life? In Proverbs 15, 21, the Bible says, The senseless fool treats life like a joke, but the one living with understanding makes good choices. The senseless fool treats life like a joke. When I said, have a meeting with yourself, I asked myself per time, how well am I standing? What's my net worth currently? I do that with my friends. I'm one of the few people that I delete people's numbers from my phones. Why do I do that? Very simple. It's not because I'm arrogant. Let me use the building industry. When you are building, you need strong people for the foundation. People that could dig very well. But when you get to the finishing part of the house, do you need those strong people again? What kind of people do you need at the finishing level? People that could see, that have finesse, that could see things with their inner eyes. So I appraise my relationships from time to time. Some people, they've they've outgrown their, their, their welcome in my life, in the journey of life with me. The same thing, you should check yourself. If I'm not upskilling, if I'm not taking my game to the next level, are you sure I'm not a nuisance to that guy, to that man, to that MD, to that CEO? Praise the name of He said, the senseless fool treats life like a joke. I saw something one time. In December last year, God laid a project in my heart. I should have lunch date every month with thought leaders. In January, I didn't do anything about it. February, I didn't do anything about it. Then in March, I just said, "Ah, uh-uh, how come?" Then I invited two of my great friends, one of the one of the honorable one of the as of assembly members in your state, then the other one, architect body, and we had lunch in Golden Tulip. Till this moment, I've not recovered from that lunch date. But let me tell you one of my takeaways from the lunch date. The guy, when we're talking, he just said something. He said. The honorable was complaining about his house that he gave the, the building project to another Christian and the guy messed up the work. And that got us thinking. And the architect asked, do you know why? Because most people don't give their job to professionals. And I said, let me tell you the difference. The artisans know how, but they don't know why. But the professionals know how and they know why. So my question to you this morning, do you know how to succeed and do you know why you want to succeed? When you, I see a lot of Christians praying, I wish I have money to fly business class. If you buy a business class ticket for so many Christians, they will still waste the opportunity. Because I said to them, can you make sense in five minutes? The attention span of a normal CEO is about five, six, seven minutes. And if you are talking to him and you are not making sense in seven minutes, you've lost him completely. So, in the MOB tribe, I give them a challenge. I said, if you have a five minutes date with Dangote, will it be the one asking for your number or you're the one asking him, can I have your number, sir? I've seen people talking to me that I'm the one requesting for their number. Because from what he's saying, I'm... I'm seeing him in my line of sight. You know what I mean by line of sight? I'm seeing that this guy can solve this problem for me. This guy can do this for me. But he's not the one. There are people that I'm the one calling them. 
engineer God and the, the thing is God has engineered you for success. Turn to your neighbor. You came here fully loaded. But you need to be unlocked. I drove a car for for years. I didn't know so many things the car could do. Do you know why? I didn't go through the manual. All of us will buy phone. There's a particular colleague of mine. He uses, he uses the same phone with me. And they sent him a PDF. And he came to see me in the office. I needed to print it out and sign. I said, in this modern age. I said, you can sign that document on your phone. He said, I movie, how will I do it? I said, open it. And we signed the documents for him. And he's been using that phone since December. So what a lot of people do with their life is call, drop, and SMS. But there's so many things you can do with your life. Praise the name of Jesus. Say, there's so many things I can do with my life. Say, no, there's so many things I can do with my life. Because God has engineered me for success. I'm going to read something to us now. Praise the name of Jesus. Look at this. He said, when the Lord is pleased with the decisions you've made, he activates grace to turn enemies into friends. That's not the part I want us to be concerned about is Proverbs 16, verse 7. He said, when the Lord is pleased with the decisions you've made. So what kind of decisions are you making this morning? You see, it's not, it goes beyond wishing for it. I don't wish for it. What I'm doing is, am I working for it? Praise the Lord. Some people, I mean, these are middle-level managers. They asked me a question recently. The MOB, you earn in Naira, but you pay bills in pounds. How are you doing it? But I'm not stealing. I have a few minutes left, but let me quickly link it up to goal settings. How prepared are you to be when they announce that the theme for the month is success? How many books have you read on success? Success is not an accident. If you don't know what you're looking for, when you see it, you won't recognize it. So the question is, what are you looking for? What are you looking for? September last year, I met a guy in the business class. And I said, and we got talking. Guess what connected us together? He was reading a book and I was holding a book. He wanted to see my book and I wanted to see his book. And when we got to Addis Ababa, the guy came to see me in the lounge. My name is this. And I said, my name is this. Then we exchanged numbers. But I learned something very fantastic from that guy. And I'm going to share with us this morning. A few days later, the guy called me in England and he said, my name is Wallace Oso. So I said, yes, I remembered. He said, I discovered that we didn't have enough time to connect very well. What time do you think I can call? I really need to get to know you. And guess, my, it was like if something went in my head. This guy was intentional about cultivating that relationship. How intentional are you about life? From that moment, and that's what led me to that dinner date every month with those thought leaders. When we sit down to eat and talk, what we are doing is we are breaking that barrier. Someone invited me to speak for her recently, and she brought in another speaker. And in my mind, I want to break the wall between me. I don't want a situation where when I call her tomorrow, okay, so 
after the after the meeting, we got talking. Then the following week, that might not be on strategy. I'm just telling you my own strategy. I just chatted up in the office. That can we let me buy you lunch today? We're like, wow, MOB, God bless you. This and I fixed the lunch for her. I met her two weeks ago. She'll be speaking for me in three weeks' time. How intentional are you about life in your industry? Do you have a place where you have all the names of the thought leaders? How you are going to meet them is not your business. It said, I'm the God that makes a way where there seems to be no way. A few weeks ago, when we have this Naira Brohaha, someone brought 250 for me in the office. And I was the one calling some people. Do you need Naira? Not that I was even giving them. Yes, I gave some, but some of them were even crediting me back. I was thinking of value. How can I bridge the gap? As little as giving someone 5,000 naira can open up that relationship. I called someone. Can I send 30,000 to your office? He said, you don't know. You just perform a miracle. He said, you just perform a miracle. What value are you bringing to the table for them? I'm going to be as practical as possible with us this morning. Engineered for success. How do I unlock the success table? I have a son who is, he will turn 15 in March. And I started painting pictures for him. I'm going to close with the power of affirmation. And that's why the cards. Please, can you hear me give the cards to all the directors? I want all the directors to have, no, not those ones, Pastor. No, yes, you have yours. Can you hear me give a copy to each of the directors? I want you to take something. I'm going to teach you something from the cards. The power of affirmation. Because your mind, you need to tame your mind. You need to retrain your mind. If I call some figures around you now, how will your mind process it? You know, people, some people will say, that guy is proud. When some people throw numbers around me, I allow my mind to go on a journey with them. Because there's something called the law of the rubber band. Anytime your mind is stretched, it does not go back to its original state. I came up with these, when I turned 49 last year, I came up with these cards. And guess what I do with them? Because I needed to retrain my mind. I need my mind. It is my you that becomes my do. Some members of my tribe said, MOB, you started talking about a particular car. I totally forgot about what I was saying. Then when it was my birthday, I bought that same car for myself as a present. And I totally forgot about what I was saying, but I was just speaking the word. When I heard that Emiloko, I gave it a different interpretation immediately. And I started asking myself, in which area of my life can I use this Emilocon thing? Emilocon to cross this barrier, Emilocon to cross. So I came up with these cards. Guess what I do with them? I pick one every morning. Like this one says, greatness is an inside game. There's nothing you cannot have once you have mentally, mentally accepted the fact that you can have it. I put it in my pocket. I go to the office with it. On my table, I put it on my table. At intervals, I'm looking at the cards. I'm internalizing the message then at times, I just pick greatness as an inside game. I type it into chat GPT. Tell me more about this. Then I internalize the message. I'm painting a picture for myself. And guess what? For the people in my coaching team, I forced all of them to buy it. I, I used the word, I forced. The only thing I did was to give them a discount of 8.5. They paid it fast against 10,000. I said, if, you're, if you cannot pay for it, you, can, you are not qualified to have it. And that's why at times I learned to celebrate people. 
Look at this one. It said, courage is an inner resolution to go forward despite obstacles ahead of us. For everything you need to do, there are excuses. Let me show you something. Open our Bible to Proverbs 6. Proverbs 6. I want, you to, I want to show you something. I think Proverbs 6, 11. Praise the Lord. Are you, still, are you angry with me? Praise the Lord. Okay, Proverbs 6, 11. It said, by making excuses, you will learn what it means to go without. Poverty will pounce on you like a bandit and move in as your roommate for life. No, no, I didn't say it. That was what was written in the Bible. It's in Tipiti translation. Proverbs 6, 11. It said, by making excuses, you will learn what it means to go without. And poverty will pounce on you like a bandit and move in as your roommate for life. If, there's, there's a particular book I read. It said, if they do equitable distribution of wealth in Nigeria, they look at how much we have and they said, okay, we're going to divide this money equally for everybody. That in less than two years, the money will reverse again. The money will go back to the rich. So it's the normal thing. So my question is, we're talking about success for this month. How mentally prepared are you for success? How mentally are you prepared for it? In church, they will tell us, meet your neighbor. That man beside you. That man beside you. He wears suits Monday to Friday. He decided to dress down on Sunday. And you just quickly size him up. How well do you know him? Only during the week, you might not be able to see him. So, is an, so I can, I will like, when I'm not drunk, I will like sit down beside each other and I won't get to know you. My name is this. This is what I do. When I check some people's status, it has nothing to do with their line of business. Yeah. You are reposting other people's stuff. I should look at your page and want to connect with you. Where is... Where is um, I'm looking for her now. I've not seen her. Okay, yes. Anytime I look at her page, please stand up. She harasses me with her pictures. She harasses me as in, I'm like, I need to place order from her one of these days, which I'm going to do very soon. Praise the Lord. On your phone, what, what message are you sending out? Success. When you finish that business, do you consciously ask for referral? As in, you are intentional about it. You don't, you're not asking before you deliver. Or after you've delivered, you've done a good job. You don't just walk away. Do you ask him? Sorry, man of God, please come, sir. As a salesperson, behind my DM, behind my director, there are 10 customers. And the only way I can see those 10 customers is when he's delighted. Then he will give way. And behind each one of them, I have 10, 10, 10, 10. So your money is hidden in people's pockets. How do you unlock them? I met a guy 20 years ago. I coached him 20 years ago. He didn't look like it. He was a copper. He did not look like it. He came to serve in my firm. And we got talking. At the point, he came to pass the night in my house. Then the girlfriend then jilted him. But today, today, 
That guy was my guarantor in England when I was going to get a house. The guy is so powerful today that, but he didn't look like it then. The guy even, but boy, you look like it. Love is not enough. Because he didn't look like it. So he said, good, common sense and success belong to me. That guy that did not look like it today. Pastor, when I married Shadi, I didn't look like it too. I had to ask her, Jokilode to fulfill me no, baby. Because I did not look like it. But guess what is happening today? All the cars in the house fully registered in Shadi's name. And she said to me one day that, babe, I mean, show ni yao to koko wani. As in, they tell me in the office, your wife had cooked vegetable for you. I said, yes, I will eat it all over again. Do you know what? Or when I have some people in my coaching line, ah, I'd like to marry someone like MOB. And Shadi would just laugh, they want to marry a finished product. Eh? Do they know how many times I lay my hands on you, sleeping, praying over you, that God, your head must be correct. Because at the point, my head was not correct. Every money must be finished. God will make a way. The way it comes, it will go. God will make a way. And the young lady is saying, Guy, let's plan. I remember one of those days. Then my salary was 40000 And she said we should plan the expenses for the month. And we're writing. By the time we got to 50000 I got angry. So like, hey, it's not that you are spending. Mm-mm. I had, I had the salary of 40000 We had gone to 50000 on the planning already. I didn't know she was trying to play with my mind. What is the... There's a particular book I'm going to recommend for all of you. It's called... Um, it's by... Um, oh, I remember the name before I started the message. Most of the book in the self-help, they refer to that book a lot. Um, I remember the title now. It said... How three ways in which things are implanted in people's mind. Your subconscious makes all those decisions for you naturally without you knowing. Opportunities are flying around you, but you are not seeing them because your mind is totally blocked. I wrote something here. It says... Our choices shape our lives. Every choice we make... Excuse me. Every choice we make, no matter its size or relative importance, has a degree of reward or penalty attached to it. I tell my mind from time to time, I'm going to do big things. I talk to myself in the mirror. I have a long mirror in my, in my room. And do you know what I do with the mirror? I'm talking to myself. Today, lines will fall onto me in pleasant places. I'm picking my cards that every decision taken in the oil and gas sector will lead to my upliftment. Every decision taken... I will benefit from it. People, I'm talking to my spirit. I've so conditioned my spirit that my, my spirit is seeing big things. Praise the Lord. People who want to get a house, I mean, people that have been in England for years, they'll be telling people, go and ask him how he did his own. We don't know. But before we left, there's a particular scripture where I was saying the, the people of the Highlands show us favor. I confess that scripture to an extent that when the house showed up, after paying, moving in, a lady came to the house one day and was raking. I called this number, they didn't pick my phone. And she, was, she actually had the God to tell me to come down. That how much did you pay for this house? Your mind works like a magnet. 
And the evidence that you've been able to train your mind is for me to see visible results. What kind of results are you expecting? Don't just have a picture in your mind. I want you to go back and pick a note and write the kind of pictures you want to see between now and the end of the year. I want you to give success a new definition. Don't look at, go to the dictionary, check the meaning of success. But you, what is success to you? And the Bible is, for me, I will tell you my own as I round up this morning. I love to put smiles on people's faces. And I said, I'm successful, I'm successful when I see people walking into their destinies, walking into their calling. When I see that, because it's an insult when I have people around me that can't step into their into the work of their life because they are hindered by phones. From UI, I got a revelation. He said to me, you are like a pipe carrying water. The water is not meant for the pipe, but the pipe will be wet. So I always see myself as an I'm God's banker. When he wants to deploy resources in some areas, he sends me. He sends me. Give it to that person. I mean, I've started this one years ago, convention. I have many cars in my house. I'll be the one to go and look for someone I'll give my car. You have a car, you, need a, you have a need for a car during convention. Use my car. Use my car. There was a time I wanted to connect with a particular pastor. And Pastor Sean just walked up to me. Sorry, we're having a problem with the protocol team. Can you help us carry? I said, God, see the way you answered my prayer. Pastor Lad. Today, I'm Pastor Lad's friend. Because I, I seal that thing very well. One opportunity. If life throws that opportunity at you, how prepared are you to close it? Can we stand up? I want to tell you the last point standing. Because this last point is very important. Honor. Do you know why a lot of people are not working in that realm where they ought to be working? Disobedience. Dishonor to men of God. This, let me start with in this sequence. Dishonor to God. Dishonor to the men of God. And dishonor to principles. Life answers to principles. For the fact that someone is not born again, he doesn't even read your Bible. If it flows the principles, they will get the result. I teach in a Bible school. One guy came to my house last week. And he said, I find it difficult to bless you. So you're not learning in my tribe. You're new. I said, we've treated this several times. I heard people say that is rich. So there's nothing we can give him. I have a billionaire mentoring me. I've never entered his house empty-handed. And it will not happen. Every December, he organizes this lovely party. Then that December, I didn't know what to give him. I just bought a carton of wine, and I took to him. The moment I entered his house with that carton of wine, guess what the man said? He said, Sherry, God, I didn't even know what they were talking about. He said, be God will honor you. He said, just an hour ago, we just bought wine of 375000 But But be still brought a carton of wine for me. He just called someone, take this carton of wine to my room upstairs. Honor. If you don't give him anything, he doesn't mind. 
If I don't hold on my pastor, but I'm helping my life. I'm doing what? I'm helping my life. One of those people I called when, I, when they brought those Naira notes, two of my pastors. During that period, how many of us, I'm just using it as a case study, just said, ah, Pastor Sharon, I have 3,000 Naira help. I can share this 3,000 Naira with you. You know, I taught in that business school, and this lady sent me a thousand naira in a white envelope. Ha! It was as if someone gave me 10 million. I said, Shadi, a lot of people assume I have so much. They don't want to give me. I said, do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to use this money to eat and bless. I mean, I've, got, I've gotten gift already in this church today. And I said, yeah, some people are catching the drift. Some people are catching the flow. See, the key to the next level at times... Today is Mother's Day. All my sisters, I have three sisters. Two of them live outside the country. One of them is in Lagos here. The ones outside, I sent each of them 50 pounds each. I said, buy lunch for yourself. And I converted 50 pounds to Naira. They created the account of the one in Lagos. And they were like, I will be, you're just from another planet. Why do you think God is blessing me? Because I'm his good steward. He can send me. Only there's this Yoruba proverb, Dada Oleja. Well, this one, Dada Oleja. Can God trust you with his resources? Engineered for success. Engineered for success. Father, we just thank you for today. I'm sorry if I've gotten you angry this morning. I'm very sorry about that. But someone needs to go from point A to point B. I'm not saying this because I want to... Each time I go, come to Grace Maid, it's not the MOB that left the other time that is showing up here again. Most times, God will have done something new again. And that's why I know. I was talking to Pastor Sean this morning. I said, Pastor Sean, you know you're just a fertile ground. Pastor Sean is a fertile ground. God bless you, sir. I'm not preaching. See, I'm not a motivational speaker. If you motivate a fool, it becomes what? A motivated fool. I want to give Pastor Sean's better present. Yes. He's my brother. Pastor Sean, I'm not, I'm not embarrassing you. But I want, to, I want to give Pastor Sean his better present. I said I'm going to actually embarrass him today. He deserves to be embarrassed. In a good way. My budget for Pastor Sean's birthday is 200000 Do you know why? It's not because I don't have a need for 200 k But when I say a fertile ground, Wisdom tells me, remember that scripture. I don't want you to leave that scripture, Proverbs 8 14. It said, Common sense and success belong to me. Why do we need to honor them as men of God? Because they represent God for us. He labors day and night. I've heard people say to me, Kilamara Femo bin yeah, by you. Ah, I can tell you more. I say, I need conscience, Kilafera boy. You can buy, you can buy anything. It's not the 
size, but the thought. I don't know why I'm jumping ahead of my time. How many people want to join me to celebrate Pastor Shion this morning? He didn't send me to do this. Oh, media, do you have Pastor Shion's account number? Can you project it? Let's bring tears out of his eyes. Where's my own phone? How many people, I'm not compelling anybody, but I'm begging you. He said, to whom much is given, much is expected. I'm, I'm done but can, can they leave the account details on I'm going to pass the mic thank you for listening to today's message we do hope you were inspired don't forget to subscribe if you haven't and share with your loved ones and people around God bless you